This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Back again on another episode of Speed Streets. The Super Bowl has come and gone. Football season, what happens on the field is over. I know we got a bunch of draft stuff coming up. But more importantly, it is full swing into motorsport. It is he here, the Daytona 500 coming up this weekend. And of course, our guy Connor Daly going to be going to be in it. We're, he's going to do his damnedest to be in it. We're going to say he's going to be in it. Lots to look forward to. A lot to talk about. We had a Sebring test um, on Monday. For IndyCar, going to go over that. And uh, yeah, just look ahead to what's to come here in the next couple of weeks for not only IndyCar, but of course for the big one this weekend down in Florida. Can't do it without my guy Connor Daly in uh, a classic spring break-esque Daytona hotel, if I hear correctly, right? Yeah, this is it. Um, drove in late last night after the Sebring test. Uh, you know, got got here to this hotel, you know, right on the water, looking great, obviously. But there's something about Florida. I was having this conversation last night where, like, you got to assume that all these hotels are used for the same vacational purposes 364 days a year, right? Like, all the time. You know, they've been here since 1978, um, something like that. Um, and you know what? It's a couple things are looking rough. There might be some rust in the bathroom. Uh, there might be a cracked tile where it looks like maybe someone has fallen or there was some sort of uh, criminal act committed. Um, the fridge, there's there's a little kitchen in here. Little, the, the fridge looks like it's tried to have like blood cleaned off of it uh, but or, or rust or something again. But we're happy to be here. It's Daytona Beach. This is, this is what it's all about. Uh, I am, you know, a NASCAR driver this weekend uh, who does not have a motorhome. Uh, which is, I assume, where most of those drivers uh, would stay. Uh, very nice, high-quality motorhomes. So, yeah, it's it's already, you know, an exciting experience. The hotel is booked all the way through to Monday as if I will make the race. So, love that that positive energy is like, flowing. Um, and, yeah, I, I think I have everything. I got, uh, I, I was in the IndyCar yesterday, so I brought, I think, all the supplies that I need to participate in a motor racing event this week. Um, but I guess we'll see when we get to the track. <laughs> now, with that being booked until Monday, I like that. Um, let's just say for whatever reason, you have car problems, something, yeah, you, know, you don't make it in. Uh, do you, are you staying through no matter what? That thousand percent. No, I am leaving as soon as possible. If I don't make it in, I couldn't deal with the emotional, um, the emotional pain of not making a race and, and then having to watch it. I've watched plenty of races in person before. And it sucks to watch in person because I want to be out there doing things. Um, and, and yeah, so I, I think as soon as it, depending on, it doesn't matter what happens. My plan is to go straight to LA to hang out with my lady post Valentine's day to do some, do some fun things there. Um, but you know what? 
we're going to make it, so it's going to be fine. And then we'll see what happens. However, this is a little bit of a concerning fact. I talked to my parents, my mother. My mother already has a flight back to India on, on Friday morning, so I'm a little bit concerned that she doesn't know, she doesn't think that we're going to make it. <laughs> she she told me her flight plans, and she's like, yeah, we're going to come in, and we're going to watch the, 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 the dual qualifying, but we're going to go back Friday. And I was like, oh, all right, well, cool, that's fine. And she's like, yeah, yeah, but, like, if you do make it, like, we'll come back Saturday. And I'm like, okay, all right. So there you go. Does Big Doug have, like, a speaking engagement on Friday night? Or what's no, the... No, Doug's going to be here. Doug's hanging out. Doug's going to be here to today, I think, because he's delivering some earplugs for me that I forgot in my house uh, to hopefully use for radio communication in this NASCAR Cup Series car. So Doug's going to be here. Doug's doing his job. But Mom, apparently, going to go home. So you know what? She's a great podcast guest. She's a great podcast supporter. But apparently, she's got to go home Friday. Is that the new... Bit Nile hat for this year? Yes, we do have a Bit Nile hat on currently. I don't know if these are going to be sold, but they're slick. Very excited about it. And just in general, bitnile.com, everything is, uh, there's a lot going on and it's very cool. Yeah. They're launching their website March 1st. This is kind of like an input ad read, but also not really because they're a supporter of this whole week, this whole year. Um, so yeah, if you haven't checked it out, definitely give it a Give it a look because a lot of cool stuff coming. I would love if those were on sale. Those are uh, nice. Nice little uh, <laughs> newer logo, I think. Maybe a little bit of, yeah, new Nascona 2023. I like it. Um, all right, so you're down in Daytona. Um, you made it down there. We're recording on Tuesday this week. Usually we record on Wednesdays, so we're getting a day ahead. What is, give us the layout. What is the next few days looking like? Well, Today, you know, I was hoping to go to the track to maybe sit in the car, but that's not allowed. Um, and so, going to get to the track probably tomorrow. You know, tomorrow as soon as they'll let me get in there. I actually don't even know if I'll have a, a credential yet for the for the event this week because I, I literally just took my drug test for NASCAR this morning. So, that's got to be overnighted tonight so I can actually get a credential by maybe Wednesday or Thursday. Um, and then... We'll see what happens. Get in the car tomorrow. Qualifying is obviously at night, so we have all day to think about what might happen and and get in the car. Hopefully, to yeah. um, you know to make sure everything fits, um, and then go from there. Honestly, I think tomorrow morning as well. There's a media day, which I've never been a part of, so that'll be like bright and early. Apparently, at eight o'clock in the morning with some some media out there at the at the Daytona International Speedway, um, which will be cool. So participate in that and. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know what else is going to happen. I, I'm kind of new to it. I haven't been to Daytona in a while, really, since the Rolex 24 um, a couple years ago. So it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. There's a lot to take in. Um, it seems to be generating quite a you know buzz around it, which is going to be fun. Uh, there's 42 cars, 40 make it. There was 43 for a little bit. J.G. Ailey apparently was going to try to do the race, but then he pulled out as well, so... Thankfully, there's only 42, and uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll just go from there. Who knows? Ben, give us the rundown. We were talking about it before we hopped on. Um, the way for honor to make it in. Because uh, I don't even know this as well, by the way. So I, I technically know that there are certain ways to make it in. But I don't know the details, so we, we've we've put this task on 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 producer Ben to to see if we actually know the details. 
Yeah. So the the easiest way to for you to automatically lock in would be to be one of the top two open cars in qualifying. Probably not that way. <laughs> so that way, once you're in the duels, it doesn't matter where you're finished, you're going to be fine. So in that case, you have to end up being the highest open car in whatever duel you're in. So it doesn't, however many open cars there are, you have to be the highest. So um, I don't know. It, it honestly just depends who goes in what duel, but you just got to beat people. You got you to you gotta go fast. You got to turn left. Well, that was a much more simplistic way to look at it, and I like that. Uh, I, I think... I was talking to Corey LaJoy, who is obviously a full-time cup racer, and he's like, I've never qualified better than 34th that day. And I was like, well, that's a full-time entrance, so I don't know what I'm expecting as a one-car team uh, entering this race. So we'll see. I mean, it's it's going to be, I think everything starts to be identified really as soon as those two cars that are qualified in become apparent. So let's say it's Jimmy Johnson, right? That's great because like we know Jimmy. Let's say it's Jimmy and Travis. That would be ideal because hopefully either one of those guys could help me like get in in the duel. Um, but if it's neither of those guys for some odd reason, then you got to hope that you're not in their duel. And it's so that there's a there's a, a whole wild range of, of ways that this could play out. Um, because I don't really know the other guys. Like I, I know Jimmy and I know Travis and I've talked to them all, but I don't know. Z I mean, I know Zane Smith a little bit. We played uh beer pong together once. Um, and, and Chandler Smith don't know him at all. Um, and, and then Austin Hill, I've met once at a golf, a golf outing. So don't know those guys really that well. Um, but you know, they, I'm sure they could, throw a wrench in, in things and, and see what happens because everyone wants to make it. You know, you got to give them credit. Everyone's going to try everything we can. So it'll be really interesting to see, you know, what happens Wednesday night. Wednesday night will be big. Um, and, you know, from then on, it's it's just going to be, I guess, who can push you into the race on, on Thursday night. The weather looks clear. There was some wild... Um, wild way that I could have made it in if it rained every single day until the race and they canceled qualifying in the duels and everything, then I would have made the race because apparently our car was in the top 35 in points or whatever last year, or top 40 or something. So that would have been a hilarious way to make it in if everything was canceled except for the race. But weather looks good, so we're going to have to do it the old-fashioned way. Yeah, you don't want to do Yeah, you don't no. want to do it that way. Come on, no. Yeah, you want to you want to iron it in there, right? Yeah, absolutely. How's the? I mean, what's the mental state like right now? Like, are, can you even wrap your head around it? Really? I mean, has it even set in yet? You know, it's tough. I, I did a NASCAR Twitter Spaces uh, last night um, with with some of the NASCAR folk on the internet, and uh, I got asked a question: Is like, is this like fun? Is this serious? You know, what's your what? Uh, I was like. I don't do anything just for fun at a professional level. Like this is very right, serious. Yeah. Like this is something that I, I really care about. Like I, I, I don't want to show up here just for a laugh. Like we, we want to go racing. Um, you know, my sponsor wants us to go racing. You know, this team wants to go racing. We're not here just to, you know, have a great time. I mean, we, we would love to have a great time, but you know, this is really, really important for us. And you know, it, the, the, obviously the, the, the downside is not massive because we're still going to go NASCAR cup series racing this year. Um, but, uh, you know, the upside would be really, really cool. Not only for the team, but like for me financially too, it's very nice little, nice little upgrade. 
Um, so, you know, so we'll see. I mean, there's, my mind is thinking about a lot because I assume that several players went through this, like for the Super Bowl, right? If you're a rookie, you've not played in the Super Bowl before. A lot of players probably haven't played in the Super Bowl before. And you can only imagine so many things, right? If you're, if you're like, let's say on the receiving team, opening kickoff, you're like, well, better not drop this ball. You know what I mean? What happens then? Or what Boston Scott was. Uh, Boston Scott, he's our guy, right? And, you know, can I return it for a touchdown? How good How good is this going to look? What are we doing? There's so many ways that your mind can basically preemptively look at a big event. And it's hard to stop your brain from doing that. Um, but I, you know, I, I find myself looking at things because I have I have not done this before. So, like, I've, I, like football, you've played football before. You're going to go to the Super Bowl. It's a little bit of a different environment. This is kind of even more different because I have not done this before, and I'm going straight to the Super Bowl, essentially, or trying to go straight to the Super Bowl. So yeah. it's it's a it's a challenging thing, um, but I think I've kind of now just put all those you know potential activities or potential outcomes away because I just want to get in. Like the Wednesday, I think I'll feel much better after Wednesday qualifying. Because it just gets you out on track. It gets you out on track. Hopefully, we can just get out, be flat out, full throttle all the way around, and just get that one lap in and see how it feels. Um, but I'll definitely at least have somewhat of an idea. When you have no idea, that is a little bit more nerve wracking. It's just, it's just, and it's just annoying too because you just sit here and you're like, well, there's a lot of sitting here waiting to race. Like as like we talked about a lot, there's 17 IndyCar races. We're only physically racing 17 out of 365 days. So, like, that's not a lot of actual, you know, you know, race time. And so it's very similar. Like, we've been looking at this qualifying for weeks now. We've been looking mm -hmm. at it for, you know, several hours on end. And until you actually get out there, all you can do is speculate and think about things. And so I'm just excited to kind of clear the mind, get in the car, and, and just go. And thankfully... I I was already race car yesterday, so like my body's feeling ready. I was a little dehydrated. Apparently, according to my drug test lady, that I needed to hydrate a little bit more because, well, guess what? We were driving a race car for 140 laps in uh, Sebring yesterday, so I'm a little dehydrated today. So I'm going to try to work back, get myself ready, and uh, and be be finely tuned in time. That's a that's a tough follow up there. Like the day after the Super Bowl, having to go do 140 laps. That's a, a lot of physical ask going from sitting yeah. on your ass all day eating a bunch of shit watching football to the next day doing that see i couldn't even do that i would it was the saddest Super Bowl i've ever been a part of i was literally in a holiday Inn express with a foot-long subway sandwich and baked chips like that's all i got to do like it was just a sad scenario i even i even missed the whole opening i i, I sat down in my hotel room by the time the first play was about to kick Golf. So, I, I I was I was sad. I did not get to eat cookies. So technically, I was ready to go. No buffalo chicken dip. Uh, no fun. You know, sandwiches, whatever you have, what nachos, whatever people have on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, Joey, how was your Super Bowl Sunday? I our our boy Boston, tough loss for him. But did yeah. you guys have a good time watching the game? Yeah, it was a great time, man. We had all the we had the whole spread, like you just said. Everything that you couldn't have, I had all of that. So. <laughs> I mean, I've been battling heartburn for like 48 hours now. So it's, it's just, that's, 
you know, all those players go out there, they leave it on the line and they got, you know, sprained ankles and bruised shoulders and whatnot. I, I just have heartburn for 48 hours and I got to battle through after a big game like that. So it's That's tough. That's a dull life if I ever heard it. Um, but, you know, I had, it, it was very annoying. I talked about it in another podcast on one, but like I had a, um, I was consistently drinking beer from like 4.30 until like 10. Great. And I, just, and I just, I didn't even catch a buzz. Oh. Like, I don't even know. Like, it's just one of those times, like, it, it's weird. Like on Super Bowl Sunday, I feel like your mind is so ready to like, yeah, I'm going to be having some beers that it just absolutely prepares it towards like, you're not even going to catch anything, man. You're just, you're just sipping on this, catching heartburn and getting chubby face. You outthought the beers. You, you Your mind overcame the beer. It did. Yeah. So that Amazing was how powerful that is. That was unfortunate, uh, but the game was very entertaining. Chris Stapleton absolutely ripped at the beginning. Um, I don't know, you said you sat down right in time for the first yep. play. You caught Stapleton on Twitter, but it was pretty sick. I did see it on the Twitter sphere. I felt very, um, very good about America and the national anthem at that point. Love Nick Sirianni crying. That's me before the Indy 500. Tears yeah. just coming down yeah, my face. Cool. We all get it, Indy 500. Anyone who's been to that race, probably the Daytona 500. If I make that race, I'm probably going to do some weeping on Sunday. Day as well, sure, yeah, absolutely. So it was good, but uh, yeah, we're fully in. I think I saw Bob Pac Pop, Pop Brockus, um, <laughs> tweet something about like, all right, well, happy Super Bowl Sunday after this week, uh, 37 of the next 38 weeks, there's a NASCAR race. So I was like, damn, that is <laughs> those boys don't take any time off. Racing is officially here, so it got me excited, you know. Yeah, man, no, racing's definitely here. We, um, as we mentioned a little bit earlier, we had a Sebring test yesterday. Um, and, you know, we let's get into that a little bit. There's there's some IndyCar activity again. Thankfully, we had the thermal test um, not too long ago. Sebring yesterday, there was uh, eight cars running yesterday, and then I believe another five or six running today, right now on Tuesday. Um, yesterday with us, it was the two ECR cars, me and Renus, uh, the Andretti cars, all four. Um, uh, Marcus Armstrong, uh, I believe is his name, the Ganassi rookie he was running, uh, along with uh, the Yukos cars as well. So uh, Will Power also was running the new uh, hybrid system on, on a Penske car. So he was technically included on the timesheets, but they weren't really running that often. They were just trying to help, you know, work on the, the hybrid future of any car, which is very interesting. Um, so yeah, good to get out there. And I think Sebring is an interesting test for us because everyone tests at Sebring because it's warm and it's bumpy and we can kind of use it as a bit of a street course test. That's the reason why we go there. We can't use the full track because that's just, it's just never been that way. And also it's probably too bumpy for us, but we use the short track for a reason. So, um, it's always very tight there, very close, uh, but it's a good a good track to test at, I think. And when you look at the the times from from this test, um, and and Motorsport had tweeted an article about him, and I took a little screenshot of uh, of the of the times. You had you know some pretty solid cars there, right? Andretti, Yunkos has been fast with Callum and us. Um, you know us, we, we're working on things, but you have let's say eight cars within. 0.28 of a second like that is when it doesn't seem like a lot when you're talking about or it's it seems like just a like a very very small amount only eight cars obviously but 
that's very, very tight. Like we're, it's, it's very, very close. Grosjean was quick over Kirkwood, but they're separated by three hundredths of a second. Um, yeah. it, it's very, very, very tight right now. And again, I think it's another indication of how, um, of how good this season is going to be with everyone involved with, with the amount of cars. Um, you know, we were, you know, point two, like point two ish off of P1 and we're like six. Right. So my teammate Renus was a little bit off us as well, but it was a, a great test for us because we got to do a lot more work, um, in an area that I thought we needed to work on, uh, at, compared to thermal, but, um, I, it was a good test for us. Very, very good test. We, we kind of eliminated some things that, uh, you know, we, we, we might stay away from in thermal and then found some really good things for us in Sebring. So hopefully that basically means that we're going to be in a great spot for St. Pete, or at least a, you know, a better spot for me, my own, my own mind. Um, but yeah, great to get out there. I'm very curious to see what happens today as well. Who goes fast today? I think you have McLaren running today. You have uh, Nick Cassidy, who's a Formula E racer. He just was on the podium in the last Formula E race. He's testing for Ganassi. Um, and the two Foyt cars, I believe, are running as well. And then Dane Cameron uh, in an evaluation day for Pinsky. So a um, couple more guys testing today, and, and we'll see what happens. But uh, just good to be in the car. Like, I, I feel physically good like we we almost did the most laps but we did three less than the most i think marcus and armstrong did the most um 251 feeling, for armstrong 247 for you exactly well i think they missed that up because we didn't do i think it's instead of two it's one it's supposed to because 247 laps would have been a okay. lot of laps, but i think it's yeah. 147 to one yeah a little so, typo exactly a little typo but uh but yeah really really cool to um to just be driving and I think it's a positive test. So, so I was we'll see. Say, what is that so? You know how, like, on the third preseason game for NFL teams, they do like their dress rehearsal. You know, in the first half, they play all their guys uh, to get ready for Week One or get as close as they can to live action. Would would this Sebring test be kind of the equivalent of that to going to St. Pete in a few weeks? Is that what you're trying to hope to simulate there? Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we even did a lot of practice pit stops. Like, like for us, you know, we got some, uh, you know, we our, our pit crew's been shuffled around a little bit, so we want to get the guys really comfortable with what's going on. And, um, you know, this preseason, I think more than any other preseason, we've we've done more practice pit stops live uh, at the racetrack than than we did last year. So, you know, the guys are feeling good. For me, it feels good to get in and, and get the pit stops going. That's really, really important for us. Um, and physically, honestly, it's important just to do as many laps as possible because St. Pete's hard. It's yeah. that first race of the year physically is always one of the hardest. So, sure. uh, just good to get out there and get rolling. It's very much we're, we're now, you know, next time we're on track in the IndyCar, it's race weekend. So very exciting for this show, for everyone, for all of our fans, everyone involved. So no doubt it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I, yeah, God, yeah. Me and, me and Rye were just talking about how, how close we're we're getting. I mean, it's literally upon us that we're gonna be flying down to St. Pete. I'm wondering if my flight actually now we fly down Friday morning, so all the IndyCar teams will be there by that point. When we were flying out to St. Pete or to LA last year, the entire boarding the entire plane was nothing but just you know, the IndyCar paddock essentially. So exactly. we'll be this way for this year for for me flying down to St. Pete. But it's coming, brother. It is. Um what else do we need to get to here? Well, I mean, realistically, we got Daytona in front of us. I, I, I wish we could have done this 
um, you know, a little bit later to get a reaction to the on-track stuff, but we got to get a show out before. So excited to get this show out there. Um, I think I saw again the reality television folks at the Sebring Test yesterday, which is good for our series. Uh, nice. There was a big international television deal announced today by IndyCar, which I think is great. Um, uh, we, again, people often don't really look at our international TV ratings or TV deals like that, but it is very important. Like, if it does grow internationally, that helps us no matter what. I think all of us in general are more concerned about America, North America, but international TV deals are great. And if we can kind of get ourselves more out on the world spectrum of, of viewership, I think that helps. What there was what what, what was the um, announcement that uh, IndyCar or that Indy 500 champ was making at IMS today? I haven't seen. I don't know. Actually, that uh, I saw that. This is a uh, we do not have any live reactions to this because it happens in about two hours time. So I don't know what Indy 500 champion is going to be announcing today. So feel free to tweet us when it happens. Um, but uh, yeah, apparently there was supposed to be an announcement at the Speedway. Uh, by an Indy 500, a career announcement by an Indy 500 driver. Um, oh, and speaking, can we speculate? Indy, can, we, can we guess? Yes, let, I'm going to speculate right now. I I think that um, Elio Castroneves is going to start a um, a fast food chain specializing in um, burritos and salads. That's all. That's all it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be a burrito salad joint, uh, and he's going to have one at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway during the month of May to start it off, and that is his post-Indy 500 uh, career, burritos and salads. He's a healthy guy, um, and that I think that's going to be it. Elio's, Elio's, Elio's Bees and Salads. I don't know. Oh, so you think he's going to like start an Indy-based restaurant to kind of once his career is done it's going to be like that's it helio 500 all things burritos we're going to have one called the four time we're going to have one called um i don't know i am lost already but let's call it the four burrito and we'll get we'll get that one going that'd be cool yeah put it it somewhere in there at speedway made a little destination tourist stop have elio be you know he comes around and he just like every you know, kind of local diner when the owner comes around and he's you know, checking <laughs> in on the meals and again everybody really excited. That'd be, I think that'd be smart. I exactly. I feel like it's got to be something. I would love that, but for me, the way I'm trying to find this press, I'm trying to find the press release. Right, uh, it was and, just a tweet. I think it was just a tweet. Like it was like, hey, there's something happening tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but I got like they said it was like if you you know one of those if you want to attend. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, okay. um, you got an invite. Well, no, well, I mean, it's just media advisory, so I'm on the email chain, I guess. But Indy 500 winner to make special announcement Wednesday at IMS, 2 p.m. Uh, an Indianapolis 500 presented by GameBridge. I love how they have to get that in there. Presented by oh, GameBridge yeah. winner will make a special career announcement. Um, yeah, so that's all it says. Career announcement. So that could be Elio's burritos. Um <laughs> I feel like maybe a Tony Kanon, hey, this is my last hurrah, possibly. Like Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I, I that would be, be said if it's a retirement, but I could see it. Um Yeah, like this also, is my last May, like kind of like how like with Derek Jeter and Kobe, 
you know, they, the beginning of the year, they were like, this is it. I'm done. It's my, and everybody celebrated them. You know, they knew it going in, maybe something like that. You know what? Speaking of Indy 500 drivers, though, something we, we need to cover is an additional Indy 500 entry for Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing with Catherine Legg. Oh, that was announced yeah. last week. Um, Catherine Legg, uh, in the, in the field for the Indy 500, she has not raced the Indy 500 for several years. Um, but I know Catherine very well because we started next to each other, um, in my first Indy 500, uh, I think, or my second one, I don't know, but Catherine and I, I've known Catherine a long time. Uh, she's a very, very talented female driver, a very, very talented driver in general. Um, but, uh, good for the ladies to have an entry in, uh, in the Indy 500. Love to see that. Um, very cool to, you know, to see her with a really good team as well. I mean, that's a great car to be in. Um, so I was talking to her after the announcement, she was asking a lot of questions about, uh, you know, how, what, you know, what, what to expect, what's going on, how are the cars? So it, it it's, uh, it's cool to see her get that, that opportunity. Um, and you know what, another car in the 500. So yeah, I, what's I, that little set? I don't know what it puts us at, honestly, but I think I don't see us getting more than 33, honestly, just because of the amount of engines that are available. Yeah. Um, but if there are more than 33, you know, then it'll be very interesting. So I, I really hope there are more than 33 because I would love to see a bump day back again. Um, but either way, it's going to be a strong 33. And, and, um, that was really cool to see a lot of positive, uh, a lot of positive reaction. And honestly, I did not see that coming at all. I, I, a lot of people thought it was going to be Ryan Hunter Ray, um, obviously yeah. previous Indy 500 champion. Um, sure. But yeah, Catherine Legg was a big surprise to a lot of people. I think exciting stuff, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, as we were three months away now from uh, the greatest month of the year, May in Indianapolis. Super stoked about that. So I'm sure they're just now week by week, you know, almost we're going to start getting a little bit more. You know, droplings, tinklings of uh, this is what's going to come up at the 500. Here's some concert announcements. I already see JMV locally in Indianapolis tweeting at your stepdad, uh, you know, wondering where we're going to get the Carb Day uh, yeah. announcements. So, uh, any insight from you? Do we have any uh, inside source there? We did have a discussion about it in LA uh, at the Clash weekend. I, I, I am aware of what they were trying to do, I am aware of there were some, there was a, a, a group that is far too expensive so they were trying to aim high um now would but, that group be more uh over under graduated high school in 2001 i don't want to reveal anything i don't want to okay. be that guy who gets anyone in trouble maybe they're trying to still work on the deal maybe they ended up paying the money who knows but when you when it comes to carb day they're not trying to it, it does seem like we're trying to go big so i, I love that not sure what's going to happen yet um but we did have a discussion about it and we've also been trying to talk about who might sing the national anthem for the indy 500 too so also a lot of chatter about that can't wait to see who it is obviously it's got to be powerful got to be strong yeah so you know we'll see we'll see what happens but one thing <laughs> before yeah. we get before we finish this show too i want to talk about aliens because we're shooting down some yeah. stuff out of the sky, and I think this needs to be talked about more. Uh, yeah. I find it fascinating. I've been seeing these the the TikToks, the videos. We're seeing newscasts, seeing that we're shooting down unidentified flying objects. Now, again, they're not aliens. We don't know. But they're unidentified. 
I'd like to get your guys' opinions on this because I love these stories. I find it fascinating. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on in Ohio too. What's happening? Like, is there? Are, do we have? Are we just shooting down balloons? Are we shooting down just random stuff in the sky for target practice? Please give me your thoughts because this is something that I've been wanting to talk to people about. See, my <laughs> my my thing with this is <laughs> we we've become so jaded and warped as a society that no matter what people like literally president joe biden could come out and say uh yeah there's uh an alien army that's approaching off the east coast and um that's what we've been practicing for um <laughs> they should touch landfall by uh you know um february 21st or something like <laughs> we're so we're so jaded that like we people still want to believe it right like even if like I, I see tiktoks like you said and like tweets of like holy cow this person just saw this uh this alien type figure in their backyard and I, i'll see it and i'm like that does look like an alien but yeah. then i'm like technology and 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 then cgi and deep fakes and everything is so good now that i'm like until an alien is like take me to your leader right in front of my face and I see a spaceship <laughs> take off, I'm probably just not going to believe it. And I, I'm right there with you, honestly. It's tough. Like, I, I love seeing these speculation videos, but I also, I asked our photographer, Chris Owens, at the track yesterday, uh, IndyCar's photographer, I was like, Chris, do you think you could take an accurate photograph of some sort of UFO ship? And he's like, I got enough lenses to take a picture of something on the moon, clearly. I was like, well, why have we not taken any photographs of these things yet? And I, I, no. like, what, what's going on here? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I want to, I want to see some more. All these, you know, all these videos, all these tech, all this technology that we have nowadays. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to believe. And, and, and I haven't seen any yet. I'm still looking for. I'm, I look up at the sky a lot. I'm like, hey, what's going on up here? Um, but it is interesting. It is interesting that's making more national news, not just like someone's backyard Instagram account. You know what I mean? Like this is like, it's it's on the TV. Is it a distraction for something else? Who knows? Obviously, aliens aren't going to be inv invading during the Super Bowl. No one's going to care about anything else except for the Super Bowl. But now that that's over, well, it's Daytona 500, so hopefully no aliens are coming for that either. So who knows? But I, I find it a fascinating thing. I mean, what's going on? Like we got fighter jets shooting down stuff. Someone tell me more. Is there debris? Did we get the debris? Man, I don't know. Your, your guys' uh, guess is as good as mine. I, um, you know, if it, if we can all connect it back to one thing while all this is starting to go on, Connor, oh. I'm going to have to put some blame on you just a little bit, and here's why. Okay. I think you are disrupting the motorsports gods by oh. <laughs> dipping your toe into NASCAR. Something is, it's creating some sort of disturbance and the force of how motorsports is going and it's causing the world to just come apart at the seams man how so, about that your own producer blaming you for aliens attacking the earth connor and that's a that's a heavy judgment right there that's a that's a serious allegation that i i do not um yeah i do not believe it um i did get some inside information from a source that is is well informed saying that it is not aliens that these surveillance balloons or things are more evident 
than we might have been told. But now that we're looking for it, since we saw that China balloon and we shot it down, that it's just, oh, this is just normal stuff. Apparently there's stuff flying around all the time. So I don't know this, but I was I was trying to do some do my research and do some do some uh, you know, journalism, as they say. Uh and yeah, that's that's what I I got a report that it was not aliens. I want to see an alien. So that's you know, we're well, we're we're a big pro alien show. If they want to come hang out with us, if they if they want to be a guest on the pod, you know, we'll have we'll happily chat with them. That, we'll have them on. That's the that's the beauty in the the downfall of what like conspiracies and conspiracy theories have done, right? Like, you know, like again, like I said, if, if the United States government literally came out and was like, yeah, um, so JFK got killed sixty years ago, and enough times passed, like we'll tell you that people inside our government they were behind it, like we did it. It wasn't just you know, <laughs> was like, people would still be like, uh, you know, like they they yeah. You don't know, right? I mean, it's like when people are just like, yeah, Elio Castroneves was one of the 2002 Indy 500. Everybody's like, huh. Well, you're like, is he a three-time winner? Three times, he? Four-time? That's all how you look at it, right? A lot of people would say three. A lot of people would say three. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, um, look, here's the deal. Here, what I just try to do is I just try to focus on, and I think this could serve a lot of people well. You focus on your life, yeah. take care of yourself, your family, and then, you know, and then, and then, yeah, you know, everybody else will be a lot better off because everybody's just singularly focused on that, not getting into everybody else's problems and bullshit. You know what I mean? So that I just try to go. stay lane, take care of what I got to take care of. Um, but I do appreciate you bringing it up. Uh, yeah, hey, no, I we had to talk into, about it. I want to get into real quick. Uh, now that we're we're right into racing full on. Um, one of my favorite parts about it, and Connor, you unfortunately can't really say much about it, uh, but is gambling on racing. <laughs> well, betting on the races. Uh, so for our, our fans out there, for our listeners, wanted to go over, um, as it stands right now, some of the Daytona 500 odds for, for winner, for top three, for top five. Let's uh, hear them. Some of the ones here. Uh, this is according to DraftKings, so you know, we we don't have a, a, a gambling deal. Ben, we don't, do we? We don't have like a not yet, mo. not yet. <laughs> nope. Okay, got it. Um, but this is just yeah, this isn't brought to you by them. This is just I looked up the odds, and this is according to them. Um, so right now, uh, as the winner is on Tuesday again, you got four guys who are leading the way. Uh, plus twelve hundred. That's Ryan Blaney, Kyle Larson, Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott. Um, for a top five for those guys, it's only a plus 200. Uh, so wow. right. Um, you know, you, that's, that's a top five there. I'll go with just top 10 real quick here. Uh, Kyle Busch, uh, fifth best odds at plus 1400. Joey Logano, 1400. William Byron, uh, plus 1600. Same with Ross Chastain. And then he rounded out the top 10. Bubba Wallace, Brad Kozlowski at plus 1800. Again, that's to be the winner of the Daytona 500. Um, as we stand here on Tuesday, it's funny to like look at some of those because like you see a lot of those guys. Any super speedway race, there's like, like I feel like Ryan Blaney is always favored. You know what I mean? It's like there's there's a yep. few guys that you see Bubba uh, Wallace up there somewhere for sure because you you almost really never know what can happen. But there's a lot of guys that are really good at super speedway racing too. So they're they're smart. They figure it out. Um, and yeah, I'm very curious to see you know. Oh, who ends up being quick because 
you won't know because there's no practice before qualifying. I mean, you'll 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 really get a a feel for who's good and who's not throughout the duels, I'm sure. And then I don't even know if there are regulations on making adjustments after the duels. Like if you if your car if you need some handling, some some things to be changed, I don't even know if you're allowed to change it for the race. I assume you are. So I assume teams will do some work after the duels and uh and try to, you know, shape up a little bit for the uh for the main race. But again, duels at night, different balance in the car, apparently, from what I've been told, compared to the day race that is the Daytona hundred on Sunday. So very interesting. Could be could yeah, be head to watch. Now one more for you here. Making his return to NASCAR, old Jimmy Johnson, right now as it stands, plus 4,000 to win the Daytona 500. Wow. And you get Johnson plus 500 to finish in the top five and plus 1,200 for a top three podium finish there for JJ. It's fascinating to see how those are uh, those work. I uh, I obviously can't can't comment on things like that but it is fascinating to look at because you can still look at it so it's funny to see and it's funny to you know just see what people think of of how everyone's gonna do uh yep you can but i certainly can talk about it <laughs> i'm certainly looking forward to it and i probably am gonna finish this show and put just a nice little something down on all jimmy johnson because hey what a better story than yeah. after you know a little time away from nascar jimmy johnson you know, one of the kings comes back out there, just absolutely lays it down. Again, laying it it's down. A, it's a little bit crazy odds, but you know that's what makes it fun, right? That's what makes it fun. You can say that. Uh, I cannot. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, all right, you want to uh, finish up here with a random Indy 500 driver? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, good show today. Obviously, we uh, didn't have enough time to really get a guest or anything going, but next week we'll have a lot to talk about post Daytona 5. Hopefully, we can. Hopefully we can have a good guest post Daytona 500, maybe even one of the Daytona 500 drivers or maybe an IndyCar driver because we'll be fully, fully, fully focused on the first race of the season coming up. Um, I'm very, very excited about that. But uh, this this week for the random Indy 500 driver of the week, we went with the 1959 Indy 500. 1959, that was a year that I have, we have not done before. Um, Roger Ward was the winner of, of, of that race. Um, uh-huh. And I went with the uh, 16th place finisher, Jim McWithy. Jim McWithy or McWithy. I don't know. Um, but American driver born in Grammar, Indiana. An Indiana man. Uh, not sure where Grammar is, if I'm completely honest. Um, but uh, he was a starter of two Indy 500s, just two. Uh, and... I believe he started, oh, in 1959, started 33rd, finished 16th. Uh, 1960, finished, started 32nd, and finished 29th. So apparently he had a break issue. But, uh, yeah, Jim McWithy, um finished in the top 10 nine times in, I assume, dirt races. Uh, I'm not sure. The, 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 the Wikipedia is hilarious to kind of just look. Look and see what oh, they yeah. say. Who edited these? <laughs> he was, yeah, he was a Fourth of July baby there too. Independence Day, nineteen twenty-seven, and Jim passed on February first, two thousand nine. Um, important day for me because that is the last time my Pittsburgh Steelers won the Super Bowl. So, oh. uh, he went out the day that they brought home Lombardi number six. 
All right. So there it is. Jim McWhitty. Random any Jim McWhitty. Okay. Big week. Big weekend in the coming up. We got tons of racing action. Connor Daly, we're going to be pulling for him down in Daytona. I hope you can get comfy, a little bit more comfy down there in your hotel and because you're going to be staying till Monday, brother. So uh, soak it in. And it is on television. Qualifying and the duels are on television this week. Obviously, Fox, I believe Fox Sports 1. I know qualifying yep. uh, Wednesday night is starts at 8, 8 p.m. Eastern. I believe it's a random draw for the qualifying order. Uh, and then the duels, the first duel, I believe, is around uh, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, and then the second duel is around like 8.30 or something Eastern time. So interesting. Feel free to check in and watch, and, uh, and we're going we're gonna to be thankful for you watching. Absolutely, man. We will be. Um, you follow the Speed Street Pod. Uh, we'll have you know um, some some live tweets and stuff going on. I'm sure there. We'd we'll love to interact with you. Uh, be sure to follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a rating or review. We love hearing those, seeing those. Um, keep getting more ratings. Really, really enjoy that. So love seeing those numbers bump up. Um, we got merch available. Uh, Speed Street sh- uh, shirts are ma- available at uh, Dirty Bow uh, Media. Uh, a website, right, Ben? Yep. So go there, get yourself Speed Street shirt because uh, paddock season's coming and we want to see a lot of people rocking those. Again, we're just trying to grow the neighborhood. So uh, until next week, get ready to root on Connor and uh, we'll talk to you then on Speed Street. There's a brand new episode of Actions Detrimental with Denny Hamlin out now. Head over to see what Denny has to say and don't forget to follow the show so you won't miss an episode. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. You're going to win it. You're going to win it.